if you're craving the time, energy, and capacity to put yourself first, run your business, and have a full life, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Radiant Soul Sisters podcast. I'm your host, speaker, coach, supporter, and fellow soul sister, Susan Cruz, and this is your space to shine. I will be connecting you to amazing, inspiring women who are living their best lives while constantly learning to create work-life harmony. If you are too, or you're craving this, we're here to cheer you on. Ladies and gentlemen who are listening, Julie Miller Davis is on the show today. And when Julie is in a room, her warm smile lights it up and gives all the good vibes and energy from her. She is a driven entrepreneur who serves others by helping them reach their own levels of excellence by changing, resetting productivity patterns, becoming more efficient and busting through the roadblocks that are holding them back. Julie is one of my Platinum E-Women sisters, and I am thankful our paths have crossed. She uses her superpower of -of out-of-the-box thinking to solve business life stagnation, which propels her clients into new and exciting directions. I know you are going to love our conversation today. Julie, Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me, Susan, to the Soul Sisters. (laughs) Yes, yes, I love that. Um, I know we ride on some of the same energy wave links. And as I mentioned, just your smile and your glowing eyes, glistening eyes, let people know that your radiant soul is shining and that you um, bring joy and happiness to the party all the time, whether we're working or partying or talking or having fun. So anyway, Julie, I'd like to kick off our show by talking about um, something that has happened in your childhood or your past that is a wonderful memory, because we know that these memories bring come forth into our adulthood so let's give our listeners a little glimpse of one of your favorite memories from growing up sure so when you asked me this question you know there's just so many memories in childhood and you kind of think back and um I think some people have a lot that really stand out and I think I have so many we grew up I grew up, my brother and I grew up in um, the woods outside of Breckenridge, Colorado. And I would say one of our, my favorite memories is um, we had a canoe and we lived right on the Blue River. And so we would take the canoe out and, um, and rivers in Colorado, everybody are like small, like narrow and not, they're just, you, you, anybody who's like from the east or the midwest would not really call our rivers rivers but I was we gonna say, the, are they yeah. creeks 
like I would call a creek. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, they're wide enough, but there's a lot of tributaries and ins and outs. It's just very different than like the first time I saw the Mississippi River, I was like, is this an ocean? (laughs) Because it went so, like, you can't really see the other side all the time. And yeah. So anyway, gotcha. um, we would go out canoeing and there was one particular, I, I, I love all those memories of being out on the canoe with my dad or with my brother um, are just fabulous. But there was one time when my brother and I were out and we were young, we were probably 10 and six or 11 and seven, something like that. And we were out and um, this big old beaver was swimming, swimming next to us and, and kind of swimming by and um it was the first time that we'd seen a a beaver especially that close up but um I I just think that there's so much of that those types of memories that shaped my love of the outdoors and and Mm -hmm. just you know things that fill you up and and things that aren't plugged in oh my goodness I can visualize that you and your brother going down this river or as I would maybe call it the creek (laughs) But seeing this beaver just swim next to you and not really bother you and y'all not really bother it, but to get to enjoy that nature and the beauty of that animal in that moment. What a peaceful feeling. That's got to be a very um, peaceful feeling. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Well, well, Julie, as you, you've grown up and you've um, gotten into business, you're an entrepreneur and you do some amazing work. I am a calendar geek. Um, so I love, love, love your work. I love the way you teach how to prioritize for your calendaring. But as you have, or for productivity is really what you refer it to, as you have grown into an entrepreneur, can you tell me what is one of the biggest lessons you have learned? Um, I think the biggest lesson that you can take away or I've taken away as an entrepreneur is how much patience you have to have. And there's so many times you have to shift or reimagine or redirect the way that you're thinking that things were going to go and they don't. And so you have to take a look and try again. And so patience is a humongous lesson that I've learned, especially in this day and age of instant gratification and things happen now. And it takes time. It takes time to build. It takes time to figure out what people are going to respond to. It takes time to figure out what's going to make you money. It takes time to figure out what's going to really fill your cup and bring you joy as you go down this journey, because you're becoming an entrepreneur to pursue a business in something that you're likely, hopefully passionate about. And um, so, yeah, that's what I would say is it just takes time. Patience, time, resilience, all, all those things. Um, I think one of the things I might have had to learn too was that perfectionism had to be let go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you and I don't, I have never been. I've never struggled with perfectionism. I'm, I'm a fast action taker. I'm a fast launcher. Um, I'm a fix it as you go kind of girl, and. I didn't struggle with that, but I have a lot right. of clients who do. And that failure to go, to 
launch to do something to take this idea and actually implement people are trapped by that need for perfection and so absolutely that i you know that is a humongous issue i think for a lot of entrepreneurs and um frustration sits in right because you know what you want to do and then you just don't think it's quite right it's not quite right it's not quite right and um how do you know until you until you go <laughs> exactly exactly i love that i love that you know i know that um you really enjoy an active life and you have an adult, a college age student um, and your husband, you guys enjoy being outdoors. When you are an entrepreneur, I think sometimes it's very easy to get into the go, go, go pattern or get into the pattern of giving more all the time to your business. What are some of the things you have done or you do to keep work-life harmony? Mm -hmm. um, I talk a lot about the fact that um, when I started my business, my when I started working, I shouldn't not not even my business. When I started working at as a professional when I was twenty-two years old, I did not wish to spend I was a teacher I didn't wish to spend all my evenings and weekends grading and planning <laughs> I was 22 I, and because of the way I was raised and because of how many activities I was in and the time that I spent um playing the piano uh being in sports being in drama going to school I think I I just had a lot of this ability to arrange things mm -hmm. um, innately in me, or I learned it through all those years of, of that, of doing all those activities. And so um, in my business, it all has, it's where my business was born out of is watching these women work themselves silly and not have any time for their friends, for their family, for themselves. Um, vacations they're like what I haven't taken a vacation in so long and and started having some people ask me how I did what I did in the time that I did it yeah and realized that I have um I think differently about it than a lot of right. people and right. so I so I act differently about it and truly the things that are important to me in my life are the things that I put on the calendar first and that I make space for first. And then I arrange my business around that. And, um, you know, a common mistake that people think is if they do that, they're going to lose all this business and they don't have time to work on their business if they are, if they're engaging in these other things. And, and the truth is if you don't do that in some fashion, you're going to burn out. Um, you're going to be unhappy and you're going to work all the time and, and you will, and your business will not succeed or, or your life will not succeed. Right. <laughs> right. One or the other. Right. And, you know, I love that 
in, it reminds me of the symphony that is happening. And there are times in our businesses where you have to play one instrument more than the other, like especially when you're launching a program or creating a new product, you've got to put extra energy into that, right? And so you might be playing, that's the instrument you're playing a little more. So the harmony might be out of balance, right? But then as you get that program or that product created, you're bringing it back together and everything comes back into harmony and it's this beautiful symphony, right? You know, that we're living yep. in. Yes. So I, I love that. I, I hear you loud and clear and I am in total agreement. The, I call them the red things, the things that are non-negotiable have to go on that calendar first. And those are the things that bring total joy first. Mm -hmm. That The fun, the family, the friends, all of that, and then get your business in there. So Julie, so many lessons I could unpack in that and questions. We could sit here for hours asking you all kinds of wonderful questions about planning your calendar or being intentional about your work life and your home life. So I love that. You know, one of the things you talked about, we just mentioned it, is, is the things that bring you joy. And I believe it's the, the things that bring you joy in your life that make your radiant soul shine. And what are some of the things or something that you do every day that makes your radiant soul shine? Um, that I do every, I don't know that I'm every day. <laughs> or most days. Let's say most days. But you know, there's always, there's always yeah. something, right? There is, there is. Um, I... I try to go out. We have massive days of sunshine, sunshine here in Colorado. Some of the most sunshine in any other state. So we've got, I think they say 300, 300 days of sunshine a year at least. Wow. And so I try to go outside every day um, mm -hmm. and leave the house on foot. Um, look at this, you know, face to the sun, that kind of thing. Um, and spend some time outside. And it's really important to me. And so most of my activities that I enjoy are all about being outside. The golf, the tennis, the hiking, the skiing um, are all about being outside. And the other thing I would say, Susan, is I, um, every evening, I, I read and I'm not reading a business book. I love fiction and I read, I, I get lost in other people's stories and make movies in my head and just in, really enjoy good, good literary fiction. Oh, that's, that's awesome. What is your favorite book or the book you're reading right now? Um, the book I'm reading right now is called Tobacco Wives. Oh, yeah. You know, my husband is a tobacco farmer. <laughs> yeah. And so I I would love to talk to you about that one. I have read it. Oh, you have? Okay. Yes, I read I it. I just accidentally, I, I found it in the, there's a bookstore in our airport that in the Southwest um, wing of our airport. And so I always go into the chattered cover and I just sort of take pictures of books that I that I've read the back of and I think I might be interested in. So I had just finished a book and 
um, I was like, well, I wonder what's on my phone that I took a picture of at the airport. <laughs> and so that was, that's how I found it. It wasn't recommended except by the tattered cover. I'm mute. A lot of my books come from recommendations by other people who like to read what I read, but yeah. That um, is hysterical because you want to know what <laughs> I actually bought it in the airport, at the airport. <laughs> which is a huge no-no for me. Like you do not do that. You, for me personally, I was on the way. I must've been on the way to Vegas and I saw it in the airport. No, I might've even been on the way to platinum. But anyway, I was in the Atlanta airport and walked in to buy a bottle of water and saw that book. And I thought, I'm going to break my cardinal rule. I'm going to buy this book because I had never heard of it either. So I can't wait to talk to you about what it. a trip. Oh my goodness. Yes. The, um, the book that I really think that um, in the last year is one of my most favorite books is American Dirt. Oh, I have not yeah. read that, but I, it's on my list. So I will have to get to that. What, what yeah. a fun story that we certainly <laughs> didn't expect to happen. I right? can't believe we both found that in the airport. That is absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. The other thing I wanted to go back, you said one thing that, that, you know, you try to get outside every day and get in that sunshine and face the sunshine. I go back to one of the, the memory you shared from your childhood that you had that memory of you and your brother in the canoe with that beaver. And so it sounds like it um, being outside in nature, loving nature was something that your family did as well when you were growing up, which oh, is definitely, which is awesome. Oh my goodness. Well, I have definitely already gleaned some golden nuggets and I have a couple other things we've connected on Julie that, that I had no idea. Um, we had the same passions or the same connections. I've got one more big question for you, but before we go there today, I know you brought something along that you would like to share with our listeners. So tell us a little bit about that. Uh, I have a little free gift. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. That I have for all of you that I um, really only share when I speak. It's not findable on my website unless you listen to me or hear me or see me. And it is really five tips to save you hours in your week, to free up hours in your week. And um, it's an audio recording that you can MP4 that you can download. You can listen to in your car, on a walk, wherever you want to listen to. It's about 25 minutes long, I think. And it's all about how do you set yourself up for success every day so that you can get the most out of your day. And if you do it, if you follow the formula, you could really and truly gain 10 hours every week, which you could then spend doing the things you love or working on the things in your business that you've been meaning to get to and haven't gotten to, there's a lot that could happen in 10 hours in a week. So Isn't it's, it? yeah, they can find it at juliemillerdavis.com slash the number five tips. Perfect. And that, so that will be in the show notes. Is that good? That's perfect. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much. And listeners, I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed 
in listening to Julie's tips and taking them and putting them into action because I am willing to bet you will find those 10 hours and be able to use that time on something that you love. So if this episode has you thinking about yourself and putting yourself first while living your life on purpose and having work-life harmony, be sure to connect with me on my socials at Susan Cruz Co. Or you can reach out for a time to chat by going to my website, susancruzco.com. Well, Julie, I have learned so much today. And looking back on all that you have shared, what is one tip that you would like to leave our listeners with today about living your life on purpose or seeking work-life harmony? I think the thing that I would like to leave you with is that it's not hopeless, that just because you have been running in a certain way, whether you've been too busy or um, leaving the business behind because you're, you're working on things with your family or for yourself, that it's not ever too late to shift. And um, as Susan said in the intro, I'm all about resetting habits and patterns. What you're in is a habit or a pattern. And all of that can be reset. All of you can you can put new things in place that can shift. And if you follow Susan, um, if you follow me, if you, especially if you follow Susan, she talks a lot about the joy and finding your joy and 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 radiating from it. And so it's not you're not lost, or you might be lost. You're not a lost cause. <laughs> We do get lost at times. Right. You might be lost. We all get lost. We but, all get but lost. But you're not a lost cause. There are things that you can put into place and that you can work on a little at a time in order to have it all. Absolutely. You know, and I want to go back and to you saying, you know, you're not lost or you're not a lost cause. The thing is, I remember the very first time I hired a coach. And my husband and my dad looked at me like I had three heads because it was back in the early 90s. But what I learned, and that was before coaching was a real thing, right? Or yeah. people really had heard about coaching. Only coaches we knew coach sports leagues. Um, I remember my very first coach saying to me, the reason you need a coach is I can see things in you that you can't see. And Julie, that is what you do so well is you can see the things in our habits or our behaviors that we can't pick up for ourselves that are blocking the progress we're trying to get to. Yes. And that is a real gift, you know, Thank and you. I, yeah, that's a real gift. So thank you. Thank you so much for your time and for being here today. And listeners, I hope you have enjoyed another episode of the Radiant Soul Sisters. So many thanks to my guest today, Julie Miller Davis.
Join us next time when I will interview another Radiant Soul sister who is living her life on purpose and creating work-life harmony. Till then, I'm your host, Susan Cruz, and you can find all of our information and episodes on my website at susancruzco.com. Thank you.